0: guys and welcome back to another episode of we believe to you a paranormal podcast i'm michelle
1: and i'm eric
0: and today's episode is part two of bill and rob's interview slash storytelling interview interview um we decided to split it up into to two pieces like uh you know we kind of mentioned in the previous episode sort of uh as i started editing i was like i don't want to cut any of this out it's all really good stories really good content so we decided to make it a two-parter um so yeah this so yeah the guys half.
1: if you enjoyed that first part this the second part is just as good i uh y- you would think how can you top this but I-, I can't really say that they did top it but it's I it i mean their stories were just amazing it was great talking to them like so here we go
2: it's out there. I mean, back to your thing about pictures. Pictures can be tough, right? And uh, even an audio, everything. So it, it's hard. And sometimes it's it's super obvious and it's right in your face. And and in this case, that's that's what it was. Um, but Missouri, yeah, it's one of the it's one of those places, man, where it, it's a lot of fun. But you know, I think about prisons and penitentiaries. We've been in them a bunch of them. Been. Old Montana State Prison, which is where I had that place made me quit ghost hunting. You can do that today. Next step, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I've been in Old Montana, Missouri State Eastern State Penitentiary. God, Burlington County. Oh, there's so much like negativity housed in these places. Ohio Mansfield. Um, That stuff gets stuck there. It just does, you know, and. I don't know. I think you know whoever decides to stick around. If I become a if I become a ghost, right? I'll probably be one of them because I get a kick out of scaring people. I will. You know, if we oh, ever investigate together, yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get scared. I promise.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think that a lot of what uh, you know, uh, a lot of people will say, "Oh, there's an evil spirit here or a negative spirit." I think most of the time it's they're just trying to screw with you because yeah. they got to have fun somehow yeah yeah, it's gotta be boring so I, think,
1: I think this goes to, to a question that michelle um has asked before as far as like well okay i'll, I'll go through this and then i want to hear if if bill has had any kind of you know stories with provocation or, or anything that's made him come close to quitting but she's like she's asked before about how <clears throat> like do you think there are evil spirits that are genuinely evil or do you think it's just uh, correct me if i'm asking this wrong if- michelle yeah, go ahead.
0: That if people were assholes in life, that they're assholes in death. And so they come off as evil or demonic spirits kind of thing.
3: But it's just so, them being assholes. Yeah. So my thought on that is, yes, there there can be truly evil spirits out there. Those are typically non-human. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if you have a human spirit, it could be an asshole. It could be a trickster who just wants to screw with you. Uh, it, it, it could just be... Uh, somebody who's been trying to communicate and you're not getting it and they're Mm. getting frustrated. So they start ramping things up because how else are they going to get your attention? Mm. And just because you're an asshole in life doesn't mean you're an asshole as a spirit. People change just because, Mm -hmm. you know, you could change in life. You can change in death, you know, so you could be the nicest person in the world and then you cross over and nobody's paying attention to you anymore and you just get frustrated and you start acting out because of it, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, so it it, could could be like, Sorry, could that be like the inverse? If they were an asshole in life, they'd pass sure. away and become. Yeah, because, sure. Because because that was another thing that this was a conversation I had with Craig off off the podcast or like off we didn't record this part we wanted to but Michelle had I think we had already been I always recording. have to go yeah but we, were we had recording been for three, three, hours. three hours so um <laughs> it was understandable but w- me and him had a conversation and he ended up saying something along the lines of like he asked me if I had like. I don't even remember what it was anymore. I would like something about black magic or something like that. And then we we,
0: black magic or voodoo
1: blood, voodoo blood. Yeah. That's what he said. And then I was like, okay, that's kind of crazy because our grandfather, um, I think we talked about it in in our, in our like special or whatever, our four, it's like a fourth episode or something where Mm -hmm. our grandfather did, was into like black magic or like the devil or something we're not sure. But it was like, he had altars to like the devil and he had like books and stuff that my grandmother had to take to the Catholic church and stuff. Um, So he tells me this and I'm like, no, dude, why are you telling me this? And then he said something about having a, like um, my grandfather kind of being like attached to me somehow. And I'm like, that's not something that I want to hear. Like this man wasn't, yeah, this man was not a good man in, in life. So I'm fingers crossed that, you know, in death, he, you know, changed his ways, but i don't know man and then if you if you if you hear like if you heard the our 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 episode where we talk about our personal experiences especially here in the house it's like you know so i don't know
0: i feel like he's part of the reason why but i mean it could just be that the land
2: (laughs) so i've always said this to people and bill told me to shut up if you want um Shut up, Rob. Sometimes not just places. <laughs> it's not always places that are haunted. Sometimes people are haunted, right? Um, it was actually when I was kicking around taglines for "Get Haunted," it was, it was one of the thoughts I had. But you know, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Um, there, there are ghost magnets or paranormal magnets. You just might be one of them. Like, like my dad was. Yeah. This house got really weird after my dad passed away. And, you know, as my, as much of a donkey as he could be, you know, uh, in life, he was pretty cool afterwards. So you now I believe they were intent, you know, like if you're worried about that stuff or what, what your grandfather was into or not into, if that's not your intent, you, I think you'll be okay. Um, to your question about you know truly evil spirits, yeah, they're out there. I think they're rare. You know, if you watch Ghost Adventures, for example, like they're everywhere. Um, <laughs> and yeah, if no, they're, security, they're definitely rare, you know, the whole world would be on fire right now, which sometimes it seems like it is. Yeah. But I, I think that true, true evil, like real, primordial evil, that you would see in, you know, a movie. Is pretty pretty darn rare. I think the rest of it, you know, the vast majority of it is just, you know, them having fun. Like Bill was saying, I like it's what I would do. I know it's what I would do. I'd be like, oh, let's let's get this guy. Now, I also wonder sometimes if we're their ghosts. I heard a I heard an EVP once where you know these two investigators stuck their head and their recorder in a room. And then you hear someone say, oh, look, it's a face. So maybe uh, maybe it's just them kind of like, you the know, others. looking for us, too. I don't know. I don't know. I, and it, I wish I knew the answer. Um, it's why I think one of the biggest reasons to do this is try to figure out what the hell it is that I've seen and heard. Um, and I don't think we're supposed to really know the answers. But And if you find someone that tells you they know the answers, there goes they my probably don't. Uh, They're lying to you. Or yeah. or they're they're mistaken. But I don't know. It makes what makes it fun, right? When the mm. paranormal becomes normal, we're all gonna get bored with it. So yeah. hopefully <laughs> we never true. figure it all out.
0: Yeah. I've I've definitely heard that theory too where uh or maybe we had told a story on like a story of high strange Eric where this uh girl walked into her like dining room area, I think, and it was a completely different family, like almost like a time slip, though like you're talking about and it was a completely different family and I mean in her eyes they were ghosts but they were looking at her like she was the ghost like she's that, this person's not supposed to be here
3: that happened to the parent family and the conjuring oh. house
0: okay maybe that's that's why I'm it's like in my brain yes
2: so yeah it's ha- it's happened to me at um uh, White Hill Mansion New Jersey like first day I ever went there I was with my poor photographer friend was down there to take pictures. He didn't see it, but same kind of thing. I was just, we were looking around the first floor to figure out a good shot for an ad. And I'm just like scanning across. And there's a woman standing there looking at me like, what are you doing in my house? Like, it was a weird, like, I, like, I wish my, I had like a heart rate monitor on because I'm a jumpy, of course. Just like any movie, he was messing with the settings on his camera. He was looking down and not filming. Yeah. Uh, but she was standing there looking at us like, what are you doing here? So, you know, to Bill's point, I, I think that happens quite often. So, who knows?
0: Yeah. Well, I, Bill, I don't think we ever got uh, a story for me as far as something where either you provoked something or something that scared you so badly that you wanted to quit. You, do you have one?
3: Uh, so, so, I haven't gotten to the point where I wanted to quit yet. Okay. Um, And and generally, I I don't provoke. Um, However, the closest I come to that is I I don't. Well, one, I I don't like when spirits mess with Tanya or her kids because we bring her kids on investigation sometimes. And so I will stand up for myself or for them. um, You know, if we were uh, where were we? I think we were at mid orange. And, uh, you know, there is a lot of stuff going on around her daughter who's only 14 and I didn't like that. So I said, look, you know, you want to mess with her, you know, you're obviously not very powerful. You're, you're kind of just a bully. If you are really that tough, why don't you come mess with me because you don't frighten me. And there, there was a couple of people there that night who were sensitive, and they said he followed me around the whole night. And I could feel it myself. Like the, the, the whole atmosphere around me changed, and he was around me for most, not the entire night, but for at least the next hour or so. Mm. Um, but I, I also had this thing where I, I don't like being told what to do by spirits. And it, it's kind of weird. But if a spirit tells me to leave to get out, I won't do it. Even if I'm ready to leave anyway. I won't do it. I, but but what I'll what I do is I'll, I'll meet them halfway. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to leave because you told me to. However, if you do this for me or do that for me, I promise I'll leave. Again, Mid-Orange is the most recent time that I did this. Uh, we were doing the SS Method in one of the buildings, and uh, we kept getting leave, get out, we don't want you here. And I'm like, well, I'm not leaving. But if you tell me your name, I promise we'll We'll leave. We'll go back downstairs. And immediately through the S's method, you hear Frank. I'm like, okay, let's go. And some of the people that we were with were like, well, we're finally getting some stuff. Like, yeah, but we made a promise. We we told Mm. him that we would leave if he told us his name. He told us his name. Now we leave. So I I don't like being told what to do, So, but I'll meet you halfway and and strike a bargain with him.
1: Definitely more balls than me. That's her name
3: right. yeah, I'm out. There's been times I'm- that this has come back to bite me in the ass. I, I was at a prison in Western PA uh, leading a group. Uh, we had three different groups that night. And uh, the first two groups, people kept saying they were seeing stuff behind me. And this is the third investigation in a row where people said they saw stuff behind me. And I-, I said out loud, why the hell is everything always behind me? Why can't it be in front of me where I can see it? The very next group, we're getting set up. I'm telling them what we're going to be doing. Everybody seated, and I look to my right, and two feet away from me is a fig is a person standing right there, uh, except I could see through most of them. Scared the hell out of me. Oh, my
0: gosh. And
3: and one of the people came up, and th- after I screamed and jumped back and acted like Rob there for a few seconds, uh, <laughs> I, he, he, he came up to twaz-ing. me. Yeah. I, uh, he comes up and goes, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. He goes, you know, you asked for that, right? I said, yeah, I know. Careful what you wish for; you might just get it.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, that's okay. I, I, I like. I want to see something because I don't usually see things. I feel like I feel them more so than see them. But I feel like that if I saw it, <laughs> that would be my like. No, but yeah, like. When Rob, you see I it from wouldn't. a
3: distance. It's great when you see okay. it right next to you. It's yeah. less great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah.
2: Or in so, your face. <laughs> so how long? So uh, you will eventually. It's going to happen. If you go out and look for it like anything else, you'll find it. it or, yeah. or it'll find you. Um, so, yeah, if you just if you keep at it, trust me, you'll see it. Everybody finds a way to explain away different things sometimes, right? Like you'll catch something out of the corner of your eye. Like not yeah. everybody, but non-believers. It's funny to me. Um, and I've had plenty of them, you know, on, on events that were like, this is so fake. And I'm like, okay. So great example in Missouri, I brought two, there were sheriffs, right? Their wives yeah. were totally into this and these guys were like, this is bullshit. And I'm like, okay. So I brought them up to the hate crimes unit. Uh, what, well, the former hate crimes unit and I put them up on the catwalk and I'm like, Hey, I have two police officers here, guys. Have fun with them. I start walking away, and they're like, dude, where are you going? And I'm like, this isn't real. Yeah. They're like, yeah, but where are you going? I'm like, you'll see. Sure enough, like, they had their, their police flashlights with them. You just walk around with the sword. Most of them, their flashlights start coming on and turning off. Both of them. Both of them. And they were like, they were for real. Like, they were like, dude, this is impossible. Like, they're taking the flashlight apart. Like they're blaming me. They thought I had like a clicker or something. I'm like, man, it's not I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but like they were so cool at the end they came up and they're like, listen, (laughs) we didn't believe in this stuff, but I don't know how to explain anything that happened tonight. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. Have a nice night. Yeah.
0: Um,
2: but my point there was that they they wanted to find a different reason for it. But you're gonna see it. I'm telling you, especially if you come hang out with us one night. We just get results. It's weird. Yeah, it's again. It's the first night I met Bill. Like, man, the results of that night were just crazy good. And I'm like, it's again, it's rare, but when we go out, we typically get something. It's pretty fun. Nice.
3: I've read somewhere that nobody is afraid of being alone in the dark. They're afraid of not being alone in the dark. Yeah, yeah that's, that's actually true. a good
0: point. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah.
2: Um, hundred percent. Yeah. I. If you want one more story, I'll give you one of my best ones.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. And I, I we are you know, at like an hour and ten, so I definitely don't want to keep you guys either. um, um all right. you know, too I got long, it, but- I'm
2: supposed to be working it.
0: Uh oh. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah.
2: and you can cut the other ones if you want, because this one's really good. This is the first time I ever I quit ghost hunting because of this. Um matter of fact, this crucifix on my neck was became a real thing after this because this was I don't know. This one shook my whole foundation. You know, when you start ghost hunting, you start and you get, you get, I don't want to say good at it, but you get proficient and you develop a routine. And like I said, you know, the truly scary stuff, the darker stuff is pretty rare. But this place has some weird weirdness about it. So we, we get there. It's Montana. It's out in the middle. It's an old territorial uh, prison. Um. It's got everything that you want in a haunted location. It's got the vibe. It's got the look. Um, it's got the feels. You know, you just walk around there and you're like, "I don't want to be here anymore." Um, so it was, it was cold. I remember that night. It was super cold. And this family, another another friend that I still stay in touch with, because this was this was totally totally insane. And and when I tell this story. People look at me and I worry about what they think because that's how unbelievable this whole story is. So this family came to us. It's about two o'clock in the morning, freezing Montana weather. And this one goes till seven. So, you know, uh, I'm like, Oh my God, we have so much time left. So they're like, would you take us down into the hole? I'll send you a video later. When I was there on a walkthrough, it's got a bad vibe in this chapel there. There's a, there's a chapel and, there was this cross that was just covered in black flies, right? That I thought were dead. Mm. So I went over to them and I like touched them and they all like, they all moved like these black flies. And I'm like, why are they there? It's just the weirdest thing. Probably because it was cold, but still it was like, eh. But, and I heard my name. I just don't like this part of the, of the building. It's how the exorcist started.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Flies.
2: So, so these family comes and they're like, would you take us down to the hole? And the hole is across from this chapel that I don't like and down a set of stairs. So I'm like, okay. It's a mom, <laughs> a, a father, and his, da- and his daughter. And uh, so we go down the hole. Uh, me, another guy I was working with, and this family. And it's about 2.20, 2.30 right now. So they sit down. Mom sits here. Dad and daughter are up against with their backs. there's a little 10 by 10 room kind of a little smaller than the, the one I'm sitting in and I'm against the far wall looking at the door with uh, my co-worker and you know, we're doing our thing. I'm like, Hey, come, come say hello to my friends, blah, blah, blah. And uh, it did. <laughs> like, all of a sudden you know, there was this figure kind of in the door and I'm, I'm looking, I didn't even believe what I was saying. I'm like, This place isn't that good, but it's good. It is good. Um, So I'm like, there's this figure in the door and nobody's reacting. So I'm like, I'm not like, I'm just seeing this. So then I'm like, Hey, I'll call him Bill. Hey, Bill. he's like, dude, do you see that? And I'm like, I see it. Okay. I'm not crazy. Right. But this family is not seeing it. So remember the dad and the daughter are kind of leaning against the wall. And the mom's sitting on this little concrete slab across from them. So this thing comes into this room and walks behind the the family, if that makes sense. It doesn't make sense because they're leaning against the wall, but it's walking. It walks behind them and stops and turns like behind the daughter, who's a little younger. Kind of like a shadow on the wall, basically. Yeah, it's like a shadow on the wall. But it's not, it isn't good right i know that instantly this is bad news as soon as it stops this girl starts like hyperventilating a little bit she's nervous like and and the mom's like what what's wrong what's going on and i'm like she doesn't see this how does she not and she's like what's this so i'm like get away from her like i did everything i could this girl was young and it walks turns walks kind of through her and out the door and the father's fascinated because now everybody's starting to figure out and see what's happening. Mom does what moms do and runs over to console the daughter. So me and dad, we run over to the door and I'm like sticking my hand out in the hallway. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like it literally is like movie cold. Everything. You see Um. breaths. I'm like, Oh my God. So we kind of regroup. It it's insane what we all just experienced. I'm like, we need to go. Like, let's go upstairs. So we go up these stairs. We're staying in a hallway outside of the chapel, right? Literally at the doorway of this chapel that I don't like. And now it's about 2:45ish. And we're talking about this and we don't we we're trying to wrap our heads around what happened. Can't. It doesn't make sense. The The girl was still upset. So I'm like, I know it's in this chapel. I'm like, let's go. Let's let's go in the chapel. It's in there. Start going in. Two of them come with me. We walk up to the front of the chapel. There's like 12 pews, I think, 10 or 12 pews. We walk up to the front, you know, where the podium is, a big cross on the wall. Those two sit down in the first pew. And I go up to the podium and I'm looking at the cross on the wall. And um, I don't know. I just fixated on this cross and I got a terrible, terrible feeling. I just got a bad. I'm like my body was like, Hey Rob, it's time to go. Let's go get, let's get everybody out of here. So I turn around and tell these two, we're going to leave. And when I turn around, they're, they're just gone. There's nobody in this room with me. Like zero people. We had, Right, I think seventy people at the at the building that night, and all of a sudden I'm like very very alone, and I'm like, "Oh, this isn't good, right? I don't want to be here anymore." I think it's it's like three a.m. at this point, maybe a little after. So I run down to the door, and it's this crazy long hallway, which is creepy. Like I hate long hallways with a lot of doors because you're just like, "Great, what's gonna come out of one yeah. of those doors?" It's so like looking up and down. There's nobody. I'm like, where is everybody? So I, I'm like, that's it. I'm running. Like I ran. So I, I hook a left. I run. I find the stairs. I go up outside. Now if you imagine this prison as a big square, like the middle was the yard. And that's where we'd park our trucks and and unload and load and everything. So there should be, God, there should be at least 30, 40 people left. I, I run out the door. I get out there. The trucks are gone. There's not a soul. There's no people. I'm looking. I'm going into full on panic mode right now. I'm like, what is happening? And where is everybody? I'm like, so I get my phone out. So I'm going to call. I got to call. Help, call for help. And I can't like I'm shaking. It's cold and I'm terrified. I'm, I'm shaking so bad. I can't unlock my phone. Then I look at the time. It's like 530. Yeah, it it's not supposed to be 5.30. It's supposed yeah. to be like, not, I'm sorry, it's not 5.00. It's like 4.30. It's supposed to be like 3.30, quarter to 4.00. I don't know. I'm like, wh- I'm so confused. I don't know what's happening. I can't unlock my phone. So I'm like, I'm just smoking a cigarette. So I, I, I lean against the wall. I light a cigarette somehow. And I nice see lights, right, from the truck is coming from around the bend. I'm like, thank God. Truck pulls up. It's everybody. It's my whole team, and they're like looking at me, leaning against the wall. I lose. Like I'm, I'm pissed at this point. I'm like, they get out of the truck. They're walking towards me, looking at me funny. I'm like, where the, you know, where'd you go? We don't do this. We never leave each other. And they're like, what do you I'm like, dude? Like we were just driving the last that family out. Like they were last guests, and I'm like, no, no, you weren't, because they were with me. And that's when it all started clicking, right? Um, They're like, the one guy that was with me was like, wait. He's like, yeah, who went in with you if they were the last guests? And I'm like, yeah, who went in with you? I'm like, that's the thing. I'm like, and where did all this time go? So they had literally left, talked for a while, and then they drove them up to the front gate. I went in a room with two people that were not real and, that, and the more I think about it, the more it made sense. They never made a sound, even when they sat down. I watched mm-hmm. them sit. I watched these people sit down. And I lost like 45 minutes of my life. I have no, I So I, I must have been standing there staring at this cross on the wall for almost an hour. And I don't know what happened. I have no idea what happened. I have no idea. I, I, I don't know. That really, that really spooked me because, and it kind of freaked everybody else out because they're like, "Well, now we had to go look for these two people, yeah, that didn't exist, and there was nobody else because you got to can't lock the place up with people still in there. These people weren't real, and man, like that one was a mind bender. So talk about time slip, and like that was literally just loss of time. I don't know what happened. I don't know who those people were. They never made a sound." Other people saw them, um, and it was it was just it was insane. I I don't know. Like that's when you go, you sit in a car afterwards, or you're driving back, and you're like, "Am I wacky? Like, is there something seriously wrong with me?" Um, which is why I love EVPs because they make me feel sane again. You know. But that <laughs> and, and- that was old Montana prison. That place is is pretty wicked. That there's a part two of that story. I'll save for another time, but. Yeah, so you can lose time, see, be with be with people that don't exist. It's insane. It's all crazy.
0: And and did these people like were they dressed like in modern attire or it's like dark. they just look uh,
2: like? Honestly, I didn't even notice. That's what yeah. other, other people have asked me that. I don't know, but I know they were there. Yeah, they were like not in front of me. They were in, like trailing behind me. I could. Mm. See- I other people saw yeah. them come into the room with me but wow. it wasn't until afterwards I, like I, when we started breaking it down everybody's like so confused you know you're just like wait a minute They're, like yeah. doing the math and figuring it out and it was just it was crazy so the dad um it was a pretty profound experience for him and you know we stayed in touch for for years I haven't talked to him much lately but he keeps going back there kind of like, what bill was alluding to earlier yeah. uh, being called to a place um he keeps going back so he doesn't he wants to understand and he's just drawn to that that area which i get it man like it's just weird it's just weird but whatever that thing was and that was a big tall dark figure um i don't know i don't know but that one was made me think i was nuts and i don't know if, if you lose time guys just yeah it's it's tough it's tough on your brain
0: i, I was going to say i think i think that's not even i mean it's scary that there's people that were there that weren't actually people or that weren't actually there but i think the scariest thing is whether it's aliens or ghosts uh just missing time like what what happened to those you know 45 hour like i just yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know, think I know. That really, I know. Out.
2: it's crazy and i yeah. you know, uh, i'll, I'll say part 2 for another long time but yeah we do need to get out together, like that. That I think would be fun for oh, yeah. um, for for all of us, right? Because it will show you how insane we it can get. I don't know how or why, but I get results. Bill gets results. Um, you know, we told the story of first time I met him. And like, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's just crazy, but it works. So yeah, we'll okay.
1: Any any like have you ever been like scratched or pushed or or not pushed, but like, I mean, you had the experience of the guy. Yeah. Anything physical markings on your body or anything after an investigation?
2: Yeah. I have, I don't know. I don't know about Bill.
3: Uh, I've never had any markings. I mean, I've certainly been touched numerous times. Um, I had one moment where um, I I did have like a, a profound, like itching on my back. Um and there there was a mark from it, but I had also I, I had something it was at the conjuring house and I had like something I don't even remember what it was. Something had just happened and I stepped outside for a few minutes. Well, it was summer. There was bugs all over the place. More than likely it was just a bug bite. But just the it kind of freaked me out at the moment because with everything going on and being at the location I was at, it just kinda got into my head. But 99 percent sure that was just you know a
2: mosquito bite or something but well, if you can see that
0: oh that,
2: yeah that burned like hell and that's what it'll feel like like uh like when you get you, either of you have been scratched no it feels like like a mm-hmm. uh, curling iron i guess not that I use, not that i use yeah them. um but i've nicked you know bumped into to my wife, but oh, it yeah. burns more than anything and i've had it happen a couple times i've had I've seen some crazy ones. Uh, I, don't I don't know,
3: know how well you can see understand. that. There's a
2: that's actually Rob's back. He had a, a scratch on him when we were at the Telmo. All right, don't show that. Look at my <laughs> my love handles. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it just kind of comes with the territory. I don't, I don't know. You know, sometimes I think it's legit. Sometimes it's who knows, right? What did I just bump into? What am I reacting to? We're in these asbestos filled. You know, lead paint. play, Who knows what we're reacting to? Well, there's,
3: and, and then there's the, yeah. always the classic. You know, did I just walk into a cobweb, or is, did I walk into something? Um, I, I, and I've certainly had pain at places. Um, I I mentioned earlier that the first time I walked into the Conjuring House, I felt like I was home. That was the most welcoming building I've ever been in, except for the middle bedroom on the second floor. Uh, <laughs> we we did a walkthrough of the the building when we first got there. And as soon as I walked into that room, I had a really, really sharp pain in in my clavicle. And it it hurt bad. And I'm just standing there. And and I was kind of torn because the rational side of my head said, get the hell out of here. But the paranormal investigator side said, oh, my God, something's happening. We need to stay here and see what the hell is going to happen next. And it wasn't until Tanya turned around and said, what's wrong with you? And I told her, she goes, maybe we should leave this room. And so soon as I walked out of the room, I felt fine. But every time I've walked into that room, it's been bad. Uh, either, you know, we ended up spending half hour in there, uh, the one night, just no equipment, no nothing, just sitting there. And over that time, I just had what felt like a weighted blanket draped over me. I I could feel the pressure on me and, it got to the point where I think like, I can't take this anymore. I need to get out of here. And as soon as I felt that way, I heard from the first floor, okay, everyone come back downstairs, you know, this, this little experiment's done. I'm like, Oh, thank God. Cause I couldn't take this anymore. Sure.
2: That middle bedroom, by the way, is where that photo I showed you earlier was taken. Um, um, yeah. Oh, I Susan. mean, it's, it's just something about the middle bedroom up there. That's the bedroom where, you know, the bed allegedly levitated. The kids, the kids were pretty it's, much- It's it's
3: court that court. whole that whole line because right it's below the middle bedroom, you have the library, which is yep. the most active room in the house. Yep. Right below that, you have the well room in the basement, which all kinds of weird shit has happened in there. But, you know, both stories I've heard and stuff that I've witnessed myself, it, that, that whole line and, and the, the picture of the portal I mentioned earlier was taken <sighs> in that line.
0: Okay. So As, whatever, yeah. is, whatever is
3: whatever's at the Conjuring House, allowing things to come and go, it's it's right in that line. It, it's yeah. it's weird.
1: I just I, I I feel like like in the movie, I know they like kind of stumble upon the basement and the because the kids knock over something and the boards. Like, I just feel like if there's something in a house like that that's like boarded up, locked away that <laughs> you weren't told about,
2: just, well, let's just let leave that alone. There. You know, like, yeah. Not, I don't know. So there's always the, the book, the movie, yeah. and then the truth, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how I, might, I mean, when you get there, most people when they get there, if they're true hardcore Conjuring fans, you know, movie, the movie, they're surprised because that tree, that tree is not a, really a thing and the house doesn't look mm-hmm. anything like um, it does on the cover of the the movie poster. Um, so there's some of it that makes sense, some of it that's embellished for sure. Um <sighs> I think a- Andrea Perrin said that the movie was five um, percent
3: truth, ten percent ten percent embellishment, and the rest was completely fictional. Mm.
0: Makes sense. Well, that's why it's based yeah. on a true story,
1: <laughs> and that's why people shouldn't go to these places, you know, just based off of like the movies and stuff like that. You know, like what? just don't go bothering people at their house.
2: Yeah, I mean, and to our point earlier, you know, it's something we try to do every time we bring a new person along, or even in some season people. You know, there's there's levels of expectations that need to be realistic, right? If someone comes in on a, on, a, on a on a ghost hunt with me or Bill or you guys, uh, if 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 you're upset that something isn't happening every ten minutes, then Like your levels of expectation are way off, you know. That we've had nights where literally nothing happens, and guess what? It's supposed to be that way. If it's happening every five minutes, something's wrong. Like it's you're either totally the wrong place, or somebody's pulling your leg. I've I've just this summer I I went on
3: a series of investigations that were just active between the Conjuring House and, and a couple other places we went to. They were just consecutive, very very active places and then we went on an investigation that was just quiet like things were still happening but relatively quiet and i was getting a little upset and i had to stop and said no this is normal all that other stuff is the the exception to the rule <laughs> this is this is normal cuz so even as you do this and you do it a lot you got to keep your expectations
1: in check
2: yeah.
1: so you basically uh, have yeah. low
2: expectations and then everything afterwards is a treat
3: yeah
1: <laughs> So, along that vein, i don't remember if we talked about this last episode. I think Michelle mentioned that she went to the uh, mentioned that she went to the Zach Baggins museum. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I don't know like what are you all's thoughts on the museum? because I mean, I feel like people constantly and then you just mentioned like if it's something that's constantly happening then somebody's pulling your leg. I know he has a lot of things in there that are uh, you know apparently haunted, haunted According supposedly haunted. I uh, do you all how, I mean, what are your all's thoughts on on the museum? I, I really want to go
3: to the museum. I, I'm not a big Zach Baggins fan. I mean, I'll watch yeah. Ghost Adventures, but I watch it purely as fictional entertainment. Um, but I want to go to his museum because I, I don't know how much of what he has in there is legit or not. And until I experience it firsthand, I won't know.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: So and, uh, under the, the assumption that maybe fifty percent of it is real that would still be amazing and I'd love to go yeah. I think realistically it's probably 10 to fifteen percent legit but again that's just a guess I, I don't know for sure
0: I mean they they definitely do a really good job of hyping you up so that like you're terrified of no matter what it is yeah um and and I will say like when I when I first like I, I actually want to go back now that I know what to expect. Because I think I had this fear of like, I don't know what's in the next room or what this is going to be like, or, you know, whatever it is. And so I had that constant anxiety of that. And I just made everything amplified fear, I guess, amplified versus now I'm like, okay, I know what's in, in these rooms. I know what to expect. You know, he does do like, you know, a little boo, like scare tactic kind of shit too. So I'm wondering if I'd have the same feeling and get the same kind of vibes from some of these objects or rooms and things that that I was in. So.
2: Yeah, you know, the mind is a very, very powerful thing, right? And yeah. you have the power of suggestion at play there, um, anxiety, expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do believe sometimes we can create our own thing. I've said this to, to dozens of people because they're like, "Well, why is it always? Why does it always have to be in an old?" you know, abandoned house. I'm like, it doesn't. I, I believe that we could go to McDonald's right now, do an investigation and possibly get some results. Why? Because, I don't know, if you take a glass of water, uh, try this later, take a glass of water and put your hand on the outside of the glass, right? It, you can't see your hand if you're looking down into the glass. It's called uh, whatever I can. I wish you can remember the word. It's escaping me right now. It's like perfectly perfect reflectance. But if we squeeze that glass hard enough, you'll start seeing your fingerprints through the water into the glass. And it's the same kind of thing. So I think that we can now, some places, yeah, like Conjuring House and some of these places have some kind of energy attached to it. But I think that some people, if you can go anywhere and create something, so that museum, when you get enough people there and all that energy coming out of these people, um can create even more things now it's like the perfect yeah it's a a egregore yeah that
3: it's uh when you have a bunch of people that believe in something and that manifest it um unintentionally it's an egregore if it's intentional it's a talpa. that's
2: right so your y2k and it's another chad kalek documentary watch called under a blood red sky it's really really good because it, it gets into that right So Y2K in the year 2000, when everything was supposed to go to hell in a handbasket, animals started acting weird and and just all this weird stuff started happening. And, you know, one of the theories is is that all this energy coming out of people stressing and worrying and being negative about what the future is created this shift. And, you know, it's one of the things I tell my kid all the time. It's like, And it's true, like your vibrations and what you're putting out there is going to attract the same thing. It's just, it's
3: why these last two years have been so odd. You know, the the pandemic did the exact same thing, and it's just bringing in more oddness because of it, because people are now looking for it. And when you look Mm -hmm. for it, you're going to find it.
0: Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, that, that statement also gave me goosebumps. (laughs) Like it's just, but I mean, I think because, yeah, I, I, it resonates with me and I believe, yeah, I believe it. I agree with that. Yeah. But you know,
3: like my, Tanya and I, we love to investigate cemeteries, not because we think cemeteries are haunted. I I would tell you that most cemeteries are not haunted. However, we like being in cemeteries. um, And when you go there and you open that line of communication, something's going to come through. They they may not be at that cemetery all the time, but something will notice that, hey, somebody's trying to communicate. Somebody's trying to talk to us. I have something to say. So they'll come and visit. And, uh, you know, sometimes you get nothing. Sometimes you can get really cool stuff. You know, you might contact aliens or (laughs) uh, uh, not too long after that, we were at a different cemetery and we were investigating and we had my group's name come through twice. Empty casket paranormal came mm. through twice. Wow! And it was while talking to a spirit named Dolly. So uh, you can actually see in my logo here the the ghost.
1: That her name is Dolly now. We we named oh. the ghost after her.
0: Nice, that's awesome. I was
1: ju- I was just checking to see if the doll is still behind you. No, it is no, still there. there. Better be. Yep, still there. He- has has not moved.
0: Ugh. Oh, like so. Okay. No. no. Okay. No. Well, that's good. It,
3: it, it's uh the the, the doll we'll we'll talk if you talk to it um but most of the time sometimes it's quiet it, it's not like a crazy active kind of thing but if you talk to it like we've done evps and dowsing rods and ss Meth and all that and we get responses for the most part um but it's not like a like a crazy thing that that moves on its own or anything like that and most haunted objects aren't what you see in the movies that they're like what's behind me yeah um the uh The paranormal couple, uh, Satori Haas and Cody DeBeans, they have a a haunted object museum, a traveling one. And uh, I've gotten a chance to to see some of their stuff. And um, their stuff's interesting. And there's a few things that you walk up to and you can immediately feel there's something there. Uh, And there is one in particular that does move. And we watched it move. Is it like a
0: slow movement or is it sudden or...
3: you know, it's hard to tell. We, we had a whole group. They were giving a presentation. We had a whole group of people there. And they told us right off the bat. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was some sort of like, um, it, was, it was a doll, but not like the doll behind me. Not a porcelain doll. It was like a, almost like a Raggedy Ann doll, but it wasn't Raggedy Ann.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but they had her up on a chair and they said, keep an eye on her. She does move. <laughs> not a single person in there ever saw her move. And there were people watching the entire time. However, as soon as you would take your eyes off and go and look back, the head would be in a different position, the foot would be in a different (laughs) position, the arms would have moved. Uh, So so it always happened when nobody was looking at it. Yeah. So everyone Mm. would just look away for a moment for whatever reason and look back and just within a split second, the arm had moved, went from on her lap to off. or, Or, you know, or the foot went from being on the chair to off the chair or the head turned or you know, weird shit like that. And and we're all like Throughout the presentation, we're everyone's paying less and less attention to them and more and more attention to the dogs. because they're starting to realize that's actually moving. Yeah, it, it was it was insane. It, it was it was incredible.
0: No, thank you. It,
1: it reminds me of something that I just saw recently because I was watching. I I play video games. So I I was playing Spider Man Miles Morales, and something happens in there. But on a video I was watching, they were talking about um, something that happens in Doctor Who. I've never watched Doctor Who. But it's like these statues of these angels or something like that. Oh, the weeping angels! Yeah, Yeah, you turn away and
3: they—they can't move when you're looking at them. But as soon as you
1: you blink or
3: turn your head, they can move incredibly fast. And
1: yeah, yeah. And it was crazy because I think in the episode, the little clip that they showed, I don't know if they're they're firing rifles at them or what they're doing, but they're like in this dark tunnel and kind of like that scene in that Batman movie, uh, the last one with Christian Bale, where. He's like they're firing at him, and he's kind of just like popping up, and like you see flashes of him. That's kind of what it was. And like these things started at the very end of the tunnel, and then by the end of it, they were like right on top of him. I, I'm like I said, I'm not sure what happened because <laughs> I don't watch it, but it that's what that reminds me of. It's crazy. So I mean, did, I don't. Did you guys get a chance to listen to, to some of the stuff that that I, I like um, the
0: episode yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> where we talk about yeah. personal experience. Yeah.
2: yeah, I, 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 I don't know. am way behind
3: are. in my podcast listening.
2: <laughs> Same. Yeah, I am too. I got a little bit into. Like I said, this month has been <laughs> absolute <laughs> nightmare. Just dude, we're trying to get this thing along. to trying to do that. What was that? That's, That's Sammy. It. That's my McCall. He's he
1: wants to be on the show too.
0: <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh! Um, I just wanted to say real quick, I because I. Now I can't take my eyes off of uh, Bill's uh, doll. Huh? No, the oh,
0: <laughs> casket, casket
1: back there. Yeah, because <laughs> there was a, there was a Michelle when I went up to Austin in in October. Um, there was a bar out there that had like just a whole bunch of Halloween um stuff going on. Yeah. And in one of the rooms, they had a coffin where you could like l- go and take pictures with it, lay in there. And she's like, hey, do you want to get in the coffin? I'm like, yeah, no, thanks. So, I'm, I'm good. So this this coffin did not look like that when I bought it. Um, I'm,
3: I'm yeah. refinishing it. And I've put padding in the bottom so that I can, in fact, sleep in it. <laughs>
0: no. I was
1: going to say, is that going to be like uh, the guest, uh, the guest, guest bed?
0: Guest... <laughs> Just lock them for, in there. For,
2: for the ones I don't like. Oh, okay. yeah. I have to start <laughs> rethinking some
0: things
2: here. Yeah. <laughs> sleeping
3: in a well, I'll, I'll tell you what. What one of my my uh, plans are for the future is, is, I'd love to to get. I love old vehicles, and so I'm I'm looking mm-hmm. to get an old hearse, and then another coffin to put in the back, and but right, fit the coffin to hold all my ghost hunting gear, and then oh, take the go. hearse to the to the ev- you know whatever event we hold, and pull the gear out of the the coffin and. <laughs> Just really set the set the mood. that will
0: be cool. That'd be great. <laughs> it's
2: amazing. Don't don't shake your head, Rob. You know it's a great idea. Yeah, it's, it's a good idea. It just doesn't. Not everything needs to happen.
1: <laughs> no, it's cool. right cool. yeah. So okay. So this is what you have to do, Bill. So you're gonna do all <laughs> that, right? Mm-hmm. But on top of it, you have to like make it look to where the the casket is empty, and then oh,
0: and then you it's all hidden empty or what? Casket. Castle. oh empty casket right, I, and then
1: when you open I it, like you it. take that and then it's all in there <laughs> i like it i like it you go.
2: illusion
0: brainstorming yeah. sessions all righty wow. guys cool um uh, do you want to promote everything again get haunted empty casket and uh, before we yeah, go ahead and do it and... just
1: in case they didn't listen to the first That's episode yeah. and if you didn't listen to the first episode what are you even doing with your life like seriously <laughs> <just laughs> guys come on
0: yeah
3: Sure. So so Empty Casket, uh, Empty Casket Paranormal, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you know, all of it under Empty Casket Paranormal. Uh, it, I also make and sell gear. Uh, I have a few things in the works that will be coming out in the next month or two. Uh, you can find us currently on Ed, on uh, Etsy, Empty Casket Equipment. Um, and yeah, so we got some cool stuff in there. I, I just made a new run of, of Coffin Pods, which is my version of a REM pod. Uh, some of them have the triple moon goddess, like the the, the Wiccan oh, symbol nice. there, uh, and then the other one has Krampus. And I still have some jack o' lanterns
2: left too.
0: Nice, that's awesome.
2: And um, you know, check out Get Haunted. Yeah, it, it's it's a lot. It's kind of a um, all in one spot. Gethaunted.com. dot uh, We're on Facebook. It's everything, right? So it's kind of a coalition of paranormal teams and people, individuals. Uh, we're Literally just launched it October 31st. Um, There's some announcements coming out here really soon. Some cool things are lined up. There's nothing, and, and it's hard to, to figure this out just from looking at our videos or listening to podcasts, but there's really nothing like it out there yet. We've got some really cool, exciting things. Again, really, like, literally going to launch ASAP, which is why I haven't had much time to do much of anything. Uh, but it's going to be everything from, you know, uh, helping host events to to the store to to video blogs to doing you know casts cast like this with with you guys it's just it's everything basically just getting everybody together the whole paranormal
3: field the locations the investigators the people who do the podcast and the art and all that and just given a repository so everyone can work together and everyone benefit from everyone else's
2: help and that's and that's, that's the key everyone gets to benefit um so you'll see, you'll see in some of the things that are coming out real soon, um, it'll start to make sense for for everybody, hopefully. And you know, we're gonna make it work, and if not, we're gonna die trying <laughs> and have fun doing it. Yeah, the the website's still
3: still being worked on. Uh, the main place right now to go would be uh, so Facebook. we have a public Facebook page um, get that's just get haunted, and then the the private Facebook page, which is where most of the fun stuffs happening, is get haunted network. So, and we'll accept pretty much everyone. We keep it private just so that if you're not following by the rules, we can boot you. But thankfully, we haven't had anyone to anyone uh, not follow the rules yet. Nice. Everyone's yet. been awesome.
0: been
2: awesome. Well, maybe except you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, appreciate your time and, and your attention, and we think you're awesome. We love your your podcast, um, and we're we're happy and honored to that you had us on here again.
0: Thank, no, you guys, of course. thank you guys
2: for being yeah. on. All righty, guys. Well, that was part two.
1: Uh, like I said, did not disappoint. I I think we mentioned this enough in the first part, but full body chills the entire time. All right?
0: Like. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sure yours were just on your left side like you normally get, but mine yeah. were full body chills.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there Thanks. were definitely moments where like, I felt it like, just run down my spine. It was like, yeah, I, I don't know. I... I don't know how these guys, these guys can do it. They it's just uh,
0: like stay calm, cool, and collected while creepy well, things are happening around. Well, okay, I yeah, guess maybe, maybe not, not Rob, but Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh well, but I mean to like get scared like that and like keep coming back for more. <laughs> definitely.
1: I mean, yeah. like I said, when that stuff kind of started, kind of happening here at the house, like I was, it was a big. All right, I'm done with this for for yeah. now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So um. Yeah. Uh
0: I just wanna say I so I know that you guys again, this is an audio pod, podcast, podcast, podcast. Um it's an audio podcast, but what you couldn't see was uh Bill's coffin in the middle of the, like a full size like an actual coffin, not used. He said it was just a display, but it was in the background and apparently it's just hanging out in his living room. So that was funny. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> and, and
1: then and then obviously, like you heard the, the, well, I don't know if Michelle kept this in or not, but the animals all started going kind of crazy. My dogs were, bar- my dogs were barking. I think Rob's dog started barking and then, um,
0: Bill's Bill's birds birds started started, started, my-
1: yeah, screaming and ringing bells and <laughs> freaked us all out. Cause you know, so yeah, it was, uh. It was interesting there at the end
0: chaotic at the end for sure. So sorry for all the extra noise on, on uh, these last two episodes, but um, it was a lot of fun and they're a good indicator of like, all right guys, you've been talking for two hours. Let's wrap this up. And so we did.
1: And I mean, like, I I think we've mentioned this before. Is like, like Joseph, he's been on multiple times. Dan's been on multiple times because whenever we find people that we mesh really well with or that we can have long conversations with, we usually, we usually like to have them back on because I feel like, you know. We
0: didn't get enough.
1: Yeah. Or it just, it's really easy. Like literally we've gotten three episodes from these two conversations that we've had. Yeah. And just wait till
0: next year <laughs>
1: next year guys it's the first episodes of that are also
0: going to be, had to really be split
1: into two so
0: but some bad news along with that good news is this will be our last episode until next year and we want to give you guys some more uh some some notice a little sooner but we're also trying to finalize scheduling um, so that's why you're getting it in the very last episode, but, uh, you know, our, our schedules are going to get a little crazy, uh, you know, with Eric, I mean, well, holidays period in general, but Eric will be going out of town and, you know, I'm going to be going to Ireland at the end of the year into early next, uh, into early next year. And it's, uh, was just a lot to try and work and configure, but we are, technically now ahead so we will have our first two episodes or first three episodes of of next year waiting for you guys so you can expect the first episode to drop january 12th um and like we said it's it's going to be good too those those first two episodes are going to be great
1: yeah we know some of you do expect these episodes and you look forward to these episodes and we really appreciate you guys but yeah like michelle said holidays are coming around a lot of travel and you know i i didn't want michelle worrying about anything like going to ireland like episodes having to like edit any episodes and i mean she's like the backbone of this thing so i wanted her because i mean she definitely would have gone to ireland edited episodes and tried to figure out how to record and i i couldn't like do that to my sister like i I needed to tell her, you stop yourself. You do not take your laptop or take your laptop, but no, like working out there. And, you know, we'll record when we come back. And whoever wants to stick around, like, awesome. If you get bored, then as no, you know what? If you just found out about us, you haven't listened to any of the other episodes or you haven't caught up, use these three weeks to catch up. So when we do come back, you're all caught up. That's what you need to do. Yes. So.
0: Even if you have been listening and you fell behind, go back and and listen to your favorite
1: episodes, listen to the episodes that you did, like go into the comment section and any one of, you know, our social medias and be like, hey, guys, this was my favorite episode because this or that. Um, And that way people can look at those and be like, "Okay, yeah, let me go check this one out first if they're brand new to the to the podcast. So that's that's your homework assignment for the next three weeks. Yeah. You go do that. Listen and tell us what you liked, who you like, what episodes you liked.
0: For sure. I, I, and I, I I was going to try. I told Carlos, I was like, I think I'm going to take my laptop because I wasn't planning on it. I wasn't really going to take a whole lot of electronics because I just didn't want to. And he, I told him, I was like, I think I'm going to take my laptop. He's like, no, because you're going to start working, whether it's the podcast or something else, like you're going to be working while you're supposed to be on vacation. I'm like, yeah. You're right. I probably would. I probably will regardless but (laughs) if i don't have my laptop at least that's less work than i could be doing so
1: well we dragged this intro this outro out long enough uh if you do want to check out our social medias and you don't know where to find us the easiest way to get to us is webelievedyou.com we have a link there with all our social medias we got twitter instagram facebook all that good stuff we also have a link where you can listen to the podcast Uh, and link, it can link you to Apple podcast where you can give us a five star, give us five stars or write a review. And we'll read that review on the podcast that also helps us get up higher in the rankings so that you can find us or other people can find us a lot easier. Um, we're also on Spotify, anywhere you listen to your podcast. And if you want to contact us, we have a contact link where you can, uh, share your stories. If you want to be interviewed, you can let us know through there you can donate we also have merch if you want to buy any merch michelle's taking a hoodie she designed these badass t-shirts um recently and they look really good i i just got mine like last week so i'm stoked to wear that and yeah so if you want to support us you can do that as well but don't forget to share your stories with us guys because we believe
0: do you